everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And we are so excited that you have joined us. Last week, we started a whole new month of conversation in regards to the male perspective on some things, which yes. has been so fun. It's a new we thing. We had Ted in with us last week who kind of shared his rundown of some different things. And today we have a new guest that's joining yes, us. Yes, we do. Um, so for anybody who's been listening to Mercy Talk over the last few months, you are very well acquainted with our frequent guest, Brooke. Yes. Who is our executive director of counseling services here at Mercy. And we are very excited because Brooke's husband, Scott, is here uh, to join us and share some on the topic of prayer and healing from Mm -hmm. a man's perspective. So Scott, we're so thankful for you coming in today. Welcome. It's good to be here. Awesome. Um, I appreciate being introduced as Brooke's husband. (laughs) Sorry, that's what you are around here. That is what I am. I've been that in a lot of areas of my life. I'm proud of it. Uh, Well, that's a good thing. So Scott, can you just, before we jump into things, can you just share a little bit with our listeners just about your background, any fun facts about your life that would be interesting to people listening in. Okay. Um, I'm from a small town in Louisiana, as you may can hear in my accent. <laughs> if you haven't figured that and out, so, put that together. <laughs> and I also spent a lot of time in Nashville, so I tell people I have a uh, redneck, uh, hillbilly <laughs> accent. So, uh, But no, I, I grew up in a small town. I, um, I'm i an English teacher now. I teach at the university. I still do at the university in Louisiana where I'm from. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, online and I failed every English class that I had in <laughs> high school. So God brings you into some interesting places. So, That's awesome. Um, oh, there's so. always redemption. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, Scott, today we're focusing specifically on the topics of prayer and healing, which really in themselves could probably be a couple of shows. So we're going to jam pack this puppy full. Um, and we know that these are two really important areas for people. So can you give us some thoughts on what you think are important areas when it comes to just prayer, healing, especially for men, because that's sort of our topic for today. Prayer is, I was thinking about it, prayer is the most, I mean, it's the fundamental of all relationships. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, I I didn't grow up in a denomination that really promoted relationship. Yeah. Not doing that, I kind of had to learn the fundamentals of having a relationship with God. And so prayer is just, to me, it's just communication with God. What's interesting about it to me is that, you know, God asks us to pray, uh, let what happens in heaven happen on earth. Mm-hmm. And and similarly interesting, um, I think that uh, a lot of people understand God's sovereignty as God pulls str- all the strings, like he ordains every day and everything that happens, he's ordained. Mm-hmm. And I just you know, respectfully don't really see things that way Mm -hmm. because if everything that God wanted to happen on earth happened, he wouldn't ask us to pray. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't ask us. So prayer to me is, is pulling those promises of God from heaven, heaven to earth. If that that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's partnering with him. Yeah. Right. So in that way, the function of prayer is communication and kind of releasing what God wants Mm -hmm. done on earth. Uh, If you lost you know, a loved one, then people, you know, sometimes people say, and, and, you know, I don't know all there is to know about the subject. Well, God just willed it this way. Mm-hmm. Well, God speaks something different to me. He, yeah. he kind of makes distinctions. He did when he said, when Jesus came, he said, I came to give life and life abundantly. Mm-hmm. So Scott, can you tell us a little bit 
about or any thoughts that you have about why it's important as the man of the house or just as a man to be a man of prayer? Yeah, to be a man of prayer is important. I mean, a man is, I I believe God gives man uh, a measure of authority over his house Mm -hmm. and he gives him that to protect his home, to protect his family. And so to be a man of prayer is to cover your family, to lead your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so good. So in relation to, you know, we're kind of talking about both prayer and healing. Mm -hmm. And so let's shift a minute and just talk even about healing and and what is that maybe, I don't know if you have some examples from your own life of what that's looked like or just maybe in general, what do you feel like healing looks like for men, Mm -hmm. specifically in our culture today? Healing to me is, you know, what, you know, I I do have to take it back to the cross. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, it, it is the purpose of the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, healed people, whole people have uh, healthy behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, like in Keys to Freedom, mm-hmm. um, that's what it's talking about. It's not talking about a, uh, you know, healthy living as a byproduct of a whole person. Yeah. And if you think about the cross, uh, just to touch on it, the cross, Jesus died. I mean, the, the penalty of sin was death. Well, Jesus took an awful beating, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just gratuitous, right? It mm-hmm. was, it was well, fortuitous. Mm-hmm. It was for a reason, and that his body was broken, that we would be whole mind right. and body and mm-hmm. spirit. So healing comes was such a huge thing to the Father that mm-hmm. the Son endured uh, quite the punishment for our healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any just even from your experience or maybe just from conversations you've had with other men, are there any specific lies or challenges or just pitfalls that you've seen come up specifically in that area of of prayer and or healing in in your life? I I think that, uh, I I think that men or women, uh, my opinions are a lot alike, actually. Mm -hmm. I think some of the lies come from, well, men are this and women are this, Mm -hmm. women are better at emotions, men. And of course, some of that in general is is probably true mm-hmm. i think we express those things differently so men that i've talked with and had a relationship with intimacy is a big thing yeah um and also also in my own life intimacy uh having intimacy with the lord because intimacy is something you know a man you know do this do that mm-hmm. i can do something right? right and so with intimacy is something you can't you can't touch you mm-hmm. you can't really there's not a good definition really so there was an event in my life that the lord taught me a lot about intimacy mm-hmm. and it was a painful event but I, I thank god for it i had a um a mentor a father in christ that that was just jesus to me mm-hmm. man he just taught me about the character of jesus this mentor roger um got brain cancer and um I was there the day they they did surgery, mm. um, and it was him, his two boys, wife, and daughter. And there were he was just such a lovely man. There was a room, there was a waiting room full of people yeah. there, just um, probably forty or fifty people. And he wanted me. He wanted his children, his wife, and me there. Mm. And so I walked into the room and was with Roger. And Roger wanted me. He was a Santa Claus type yeah. character, right? So he wanted me to, he wanted his arm around me, even right after brain surgery. Hmm. And um, I actually 
had a, a strange thing happen, I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept, you know, wanting to put his arm around me, and I just didn't know why. I loved the man as much as you, uh, someone could love another person, and uh, eventually I just left. And the Lord talked to me weeks and months after that, and um, and he he pointed out a part of my heart that was not okay with intimacy Mm -hmm. and that even though that was a painful lesson and i don't think he ordained it or anything but through life he uh pointed out that need and i use that as an example to other men that it's just it's almost this feeling and with the lord you can to become whole, mm-hmm. you ha- it's mm-hmm. it's fundamental to be to have intimacy with God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how easy it would have been to walk away from that situation and just kind of tuck it away and be like, I don't need to talk with the Lord about this. I don't need to give Him space to speak to me or mm-hmm. to bring good out of it. You could have very well have just been like, I'm just going to slough it off and just kind of go on with life. But the fact that you then settled in and over the days and weeks and months to come, you were like, Lord, I need to know what that was about mm-hmm. to then bring healing. And I think that's the challenge. So often we can. And have these moments or situations that come up where like something was off, but I'm not interested in really knowing what was off because that might require something of me. But when we do step in and go, okay, this is, this is something I need you to speak into Lord. We then come out wholer from it. Yeah. I, you said something earlier too, Scott, that made me think about how, um, you know, you said there's kind of just this lie mm-hmm. that all women are more emotional than yeah. men. And um, I can attest even just with my own husband that yeah. that's not true. Like that, that there's to say that as a blanket statement that just women as a whole are more emotional than men, I just think is not true at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's very individual for each person. However, would you agree that there is definitely more of a pressure on men to hold mm-hmm. that stuff in? I know that I, I am specifically thinking about my husband and how a lot throughout his life, people have told him, you wear your heart on your sleeve too much, you're too emotional you show your emotion too much and he started learning like for me to show emotion is a bad or weak weak yes Mm -hmm. absolutely weakness or vulnerability is like such a like that's not for a cool guy kind of thing and so I don't know if that if you be able to attest that that's true or because I think that's where the challenge comes in Mm -hmm. sometimes well believe it or not I I think that's getting better just even in in the church also in society Mm -hmm. right but absolutely, that's mm-hmm. the case. Our, our fathers had much harder. Yeah, and true. There's a lot that goes into that. And yeah. then, but I think our generation, um, 30-somethings, 20-somethings, mm-hmm. things are getting better that we understand that men are not some sort of robots. Yeah. That we have the same feelings. We have the same issues. We have the same insecurities now. Uh, what I talked about was what I meant to uh, say is that men may deal with them in a different manner yeah. than mm-hmm. women, but I think it's all the core issue, all the yeah. core insecurities are, are, are there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, definitely, especially when men, men with other men, like I said, I think the church is actually doing, and I can, mm-hmm. I can be hard on the church. To be mm-hmm. honest. I think the church is doing a lot better with saying, Hey, um, mm-hmm. You know, we need to talk about this. It's yeah. about relationship. It's about intimacy. Yeah, yeah least, you're right. At least you're the right. church now that is I think about it, the 
a lot of those voices in his life were people outside of the yeah, church. So, yeah. It's inter- and even as a counselor, I think of how often now people have the conversation of that 40, 50 years ago, there was such a stigma attached to counseling or mm-hmm. talking about emotion or issue. Now it's like there's such a different That's openness true. to I need to go see some counseling or I need a mentor in my life or I need some accountability or I need someone to speak into this for me. There's yeah. such a different openness to that where it's not the stigmatization sure, anymore like thing. there used to be. I'm thankful yeah, for thank that. Jesus for that. <laughs> for all of us for that matter. Yeah. So Scott, I guess the next question that comes to mind for me then is when, you know, you've talked a little bit about healing areas of your own life and what prayer has done for that. What do you think are some some areas of fruit that you have seen in your own life or maybe just friends or people that you know as a man when you have a stronger prayer life or you're walking in different levels of healing? What are some areas of those fruit that you have seen in your own life or other people's lives when they have those things intact in their lives? I, I think your emotions tell the tale. Mm-hmm. So I want to circle back around, but peace, mm-hmm. peace and joy, yeah. um, um, uh, just fulfillment and, and with everyday life. Mm-hmm. So the wholeness comes. Um, and I think your emotions tell the tale of what you real, what you really think. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing the Lord has dealt with me that intellectually I can understand something mm-hmm. and, and, um, I, I love to read. So I read the Bible often. Yeah. I, I'm an English teacher, so I'm about critical thought and mm-hmm. understanding concepts. And the Lord corrected that. Well, I go, I understand that. I understand this metaphor. I understand this deep-seated truth. And the Lord says, you can understand it intellectually, mm. but it, it has to be in your heart. Yeah. And that's a that's a different thing. So for, for my heart, um, I have to understand that just because it's in my mind, it's not in my heart, and to through that intimacy you're mm-hmm. talking about. Um, I, I liked what you said. Um, I, I saw a problem when it come to Roger and the intimacy yeah. and that, uh, you know, in that case, at least I went to the Lord with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the key of intimacy of, and that's about his goodness. It's mm-hmm. about trusting him. And that's the key where you, where you go to the Lord. And I know it's a cliche, but where you go to the Lord or, Will this feeling drive you away from yeah, him? That's good. Mm-hmm. And even outside of salvation, you know, that happens with people mm-hmm. uh, in salvation with, with our relationship as sons and daughters. Uh, when issues come up, where we trust the character of our father enough mm-hmm. to go to him. And, and I think that's, really that's the key to intimacy. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. I always think about how people say, well, your emotions will lie to you. And I'm like, no, they don't. Mm-hmm. They tell you exactly what's going on. Like, yeah. they, it's not the emotions that lie because right. they're telling you exactly what's going on at a heart level. You got to listen to the emotions mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on underneath. Now, what's going on underneath might be <laughs> it's going back some to what junk and brokenness <laughs> and lies or whatever. But listen to those emotions don't it's just like slap them off as like oh those are just lying to me yeah (laughs) man i think you make a good point Uh and when you learn to listen to your emotions in the right context mm-hmm. they are, they're a great tool they're yeah. a great tool to say okay I'm angry here or I'm sad here and it, why and then yep. you go to go to the big guy yes. then and say what's going on and and stay quiet enough and long enough for him to answer because he's willing to answer those yeah, questions he's really good. more than willing than mm-hmm. we're willing to hear sometimes mm-hmm. amen brother mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it true too Scott and I know this has been in my experience forever is that when you do 
recognize, like with Roger, you recognize this thing, you went to the Lord. Isn't there such a different ease that comes from that place of healing and prayer that the Lord just shows up and does it? It's not something that we have to work hard for. So often it's just like, I just have to be obedient enough. I often say just to show up. And when I show up, it's like the Lord does the heavy lifting. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. With with the Lord's words, they're different than even good father's words. Yeah. When a, uh, With the Lord's words comes the provision to do the thing. And that's mm-hmm. something, I mean, I've been in situations where I'm like, Lord, I cannot do this. Yeah. And but when he's when you hear the word of the Lord, it energizes you. It inspires you. Mm-hmm. The, the so many times the fear dissolves yeah. with that, and so his words are different than our yeah, words. I know sure. that's yep. kind of silly to say they no, are it's so true. So it's so important. I think it's the most vital thing when we're in need is to find what's the Lord saying about this matter mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and and sometimes not necessarily what He has said. Yeah, you know what I mean. What He's saying about it right now, mm-hmm. but you know the verse is, "I don't live by bread alone. I live by every word that proceedeth out." proceeds out of the mouth that's present tense. I'm sorry, English major. That's present perfect continuously coming out of the yeah, mouth of the Father. That's good. So we seek Him. That's awesome. What are you saying about this right now, Father? So right. Not what you said a month ago or a year ago. Not mm-hmm. that those things aren't meaningful, right. but there's something to be said about the here and now. Mm-hmm. Even if He's repeating what He told you a year ago, there's right. still it's that fresh manna mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Scott, one of the things that we are very passionate about on Mercy Talk <laughs> and we say is making often. sure that we do not just give a bunch of good ideas out there with no practical steps. So um, I think the way we always try to wrap up these mm-hmm. podcasts is just by giving some practical takeaways. And so in regards to, we've talked about just prayer life. We've mm-hmm. also just talked about overall intimacy with the Lord. Um, and so do you have some practical tips, practical advice that you would give? I don't know if there's any specific to men or it just might be for all people, right. just any sort of right. practical encouragement that you have for people. Yeah, I, I actually do because I feel like I'm the, uh, it takes me a long time to get things. So I do everything wrong before I do. Uh, the Lord shows <laughs> me the right save thing. Some people from that <laughs> today. Right. So <laughs> It, it, it's really just the most practical thing is to continue praying uh, about you know even though you don't feel it yeah um, to continuously make him he said seek me first and we've heard this in a million different mm-hmm. ways and I will add everything and those are needs and and desires right. so mm-hmm. if he can be trusted then he can be trusted. Uh, with this if you seek God first. So when I get up, I don't, you know, sometimes I wake up and I feel the Holy Spirit and it is like he makes me a cup of coffee and he's like, let's sit down and talk. I love you. And sometimes it feels like all the hell is against me. And so regardless, I pray. And I had to learn that uh, over time. So what I would encourage men and women alike to do is to be consistent. Mm. Don't Do not listen to your emotions at all times. So. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's awesome. Well, Scott, this has been so awesome to have you on here today. Thank you so much for taking time to be here. And I know you're going to be with us yes. again at the end of the month. So we're excited to have you back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those of you who have been considering coming to our Impact 
Power Workshop here in Nashville next month, I want to be sure to remind you that our registration deadline for the July 14th and 15th workshop is in literally two weeks. Yep. So June 29th is the registration deadline. And for those of you who don't know about it, that is the workshop that we do here. It's two full days and we bring in men and women from literally every background in all different areas of leadership, whether it's parents or school teachers mm-hmm. or pastors and they just come in and we spend a couple of days uh, really just training on the principles yeah. of, of healing and freedom that we use in the homes and it is just such it's a so great fun. time mm-hmm. so we really would love for you to come and join us and to consider being part of that so be sure that you go to mercymultiplied.com and you can actually find the empower workshop um, on our website and register as soon as possible you got two weeks so uh, we hope again that you will join us this next week Um, we are going to continue on the series of of talking with some different guests from the male perspective and so we're excited about that we hope that you will join us then